0: podcasting from boston massachusetts the city of innovation education and of course fenway park this is ti clergy corner bringing you timely insightful and impactful sermons from temple israel of boston in this episode we'll hear rabbi elaine zacher's shabbat awakenings a reflection as we make our way towards shabbat entitled girls on fire we certainly remain grateful for this precious relationship between bethel and temple israel of boston that started over 20 years ago when our mutual friend, Nancy Kaufman, was heading the Jewish Community Relations Council. Our relationship as congregations deepened because of a wonderful book, The Red Tent by Anita Diamond. The Red Tent spawned a study group between our congregations in 2003, a conference at Boston University on MLK Day in 2005, Shabbat and Saturday afternoon learning sessions for females of our broader communities, as well as other social justice initiatives that our congregations have shared over the past two
1: decades. Our notes tell us that we started talking around 2002 and I guess we haven't stopped. It has been an honor to be in conversation with one another. As we begin, we have two texts to share Numbers chapter 27, verses 1 through 11. The daughters of zelofahad of Manasset family, the, hef, the son of Hefer, son of Gilead, son of Machir, son of Manasseh, son of Joseph, came forward. The Tigravna benot Zalofachat. The names of the daughters were Machla. Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirza. They stood before Moses, the Ta'amodna, and Eliezer, the priests, the chieftains, and the whole assembly at the entrance of the tent of meeting. And they said,
0: Our father died in the wilderness. He was not one of the faction, Korah's faction, which banded together against eternal God, but died for his own sin, and he has left no sons. Let not our father's name be lost to his clan just because he had no son. Give us a holding among our father's kinsmen. Moses brought their case before the eternal God, and the eternal God said to
1: Moses, the plea of Zalofahad's daughters is just. Can Benot Zalofahad. You should give them a hereditary holding among their father's kinsmen. Transfer their father's share to them. Further, speak to the Israelite people as follows. If a man dies without leaving a son, you shall transfer his property to his daughter. This shall be the law of procedure for the Israelites in accordance with the eternal's command to Moses.
0: And our second text for today's sermon is taken from the writings of the gospel, according to the R&B hit maker, Alicia Keys. Sister Alicia introduced her Grammy award winning album, Girl on Fire, with this comment, Girl on Fire is about new beginnings new perspectives and fresh starts. It's about finding your inner strength and channeling it in a way you've never tried before. To be on fire is to allow yourself the freedom to take full control of who you are and how you want to live your life. It's that moment you choose to claim your power and be extraordinary. On this Sunday, as we celebrate the life and legacy of Dr. Martin Luther King, we also celebrate the lives and legacies of countless women who also refuse to back up and shut down in the face of discrimination. As we consider the impact of the Daughters of Zalofahad and the Sisters of the Civil Rights Movement, we invite you to reflect with us this morning on the topic These girls are on fire.
1: We look at this text of the daughters of Zalofahad let's remember what brings us together this morning the themes of redemption and resilience the ideas of assertiveness and courage
0: in december 1955 26 year old reverend dr martin luther king the newest preacher in montgomery alabama was thrust into leadership to a large extent unwittingly when the Women's Political Council became the first group to call for a boycott of the bus system. The council included women like Claudette Colvin and Rosa Parks, who were among several women recruits who refused to vacate their seats to accommodate white passengers. They were largely overlooked by the people who recorded the history, but today we call the names of women political council leaders like Mary Fair Burks, Joanne Robinson, Irene West, Thelma Glass, Uretta Adair, women who did the bulk of the legwork to launch the boycott and organize the carpools for the bus bus boycotters who endured 13 months Before the U.S. Supreme Court ruled that segregation on public buses was unconstitutional.
1: With Reverend Gloria's urging, I'd like to share a personal story about meeting Rosa Parks of blessed memory. In 1987, she received an honorary doctorate from the Hebrew Union College, where I was studying to be a rabbi. Following the ceremony, there was a reception to which I was invited. Those of us honored to attend had the chance to sit with her. She told us about her experiences and one idea that surprised us all. She said that day on the bus for which she was famous was just her turn. The day before someone had done the exact same act of defiance by not moving from her seat. There was someone assigned the day after too. she said. It was just my turn. I was one of many. Rosa
0: Parks was one of the many women who formed the backbone of the movement. While the leaders in full view were typically men, it was understood that no one could begin to move an agenda without having full engagement of the women. That we don't know their names is a familiar story throughout history. The marginalized people get so far marginalized that they're written out of the story. Today, we can highlight that history and lift up those who were a part of the movement but didn't get full recognition. In biblical study, as well as throughout history, we find so much more when we look more closely and discover how the story actually includes us all
1: so why did we choose this biblical text well let's think about how zelophehad's daughters were feeling when we encounter them as the israelites are preparing to enter the land promised to their fathers and mothers when they were led out of slavery in egypt god instructed them to make a plan to distribute the land to which they were going as we heard in the text what would they receive as an inheritance as the daughters nothing that was not going to work so what did these z girls do well something extraordinary happened they drew close they did it together and we know their names we don't always hear the names of the women do we the first daughter, Machla, the one who overcomes the sick feeling before speaking out. The second, Noah, the one who is pleasant, lovely. The third, Hogla, the one who soars yet is grounded like a partridge. The fourth, Milka, the one who has a regal disposition. And the fifth, Tirza, the one who expresses what she wants, Mahla, Noah, Hogla, Milka, and Tirza.
0: Five different girls, five different personalities, five different ways of working, five different styles of coping, but one sisterhood of girls on fire. Five sisters, one sisterhood, You know, every girl needs her sisters, her girls on fire because empowered women empower women. We might expect that women, heirs to Egyptian slavery, and then put under the law that frequently favors men, they might have reacted by keeping silent in the face of the challenges that the daughters faced, by accepting as natural the rule decreed for them to follow. We might have expected women in those early days to simply stay close to their tents, to remain out of sight, not to go so far from their families and friends. But Zalofahad's daughters were on fire. Because they spoke to injustice, where they claimed their rightful inheritance, they changed their destiny, and they changed the destiny of subsequent generations. Today we lift up the noble and righteous acts of those who stood up instead of backing down. And when we examine the daughters of Zelophehad, we see they weren't alone. God was with them because God's mercy is everlasting and applies to all of us. Humans have the proclivity And often the self-righteous indignation to cloud the clarity of God's love, to focus on some and not on the others because of the color of the skin, their religion, their gender, their sexuality, their
1: socioeconomic status, and so much more. But God knows. The Midrash teaches that they drew their strength to step forward because they knew The mercies of God are not like the mercies of people because people can be awful to one another. God's concern is for all. As it is said, God gives sustenance to all flesh and God is good to all. And God's mercy is upon all of God's works. We learn from the actions in our biblical text these three ways that give us a pathway of what to do and how to go forward. First, these brave women stepped forward. How did they do it? The Hebrew informs us. They drew closer. That word is the same as the word for an offering to God, korban. They drew strength from each other individually named but grouped together. They had a sacred mission, a righteous one to ensure justice, not just for themselves, but also for those who would come after them. They drew close to history and to the future. If they lost their inheritance, then everyone after them would as well. They dared to go out from their living place, from their social space, from the destiny imposed upon them, right there in front of the tent of meeting a sacred place of holiness and authority they took their own authority stepping forward is the boldest step change doesn't happen without it
0: you need not be a meritorious woman in that generation every generation alters the trajectory by those willing to step forward and assert themselves like the Z girls. The ones throughout history, those willing to step forward and assert their power, even when told to sit down, they rose up. The Zadars of Zalafahad modeled for those who would follow. And so many have followed with courage and bravery and tenacity and chutzpah.
1: Hey, that might be the Jewish way of saying that girl is on fire.
0: You know, that's not a bad image for facing life's challenges. There may appear for a time to be no way forward, but by God's grace, there is such a way. It may not yet be revealed, but there is such a way. And secondly, the sisters stood up. They arrived at the entrance to the tent meeting where the main authority figures, all of them men, Moses, the priest of Eleazar, and the chieftains, chieftains stood as well. Imagine the hush, the incredulous eyes, the disdain, and yet they
1: stood up, the five girls on fire to claim their rights. Today, we celebrate sisters of the civil rights movement who, like the daughters of Zilofahad, stood up to claim their rights. Women like Mamie Till Mobley, who was the mother of 14-year-old Emmett Till, who was murdered in Mississippi in August of 1955 after allegedly whistling at a white woman for her son's funeral in Chicago. Mamie Till insisted that the casket containing his body be left open because in her words, I wanted the world to see what they did to my boy. Through the constant attention it received, the Till case became emblematic of the disparity of justice for blacks in the South and helped to catalyze the Montgomery bus boycott four months later, like the daughters of Z, Mamie Till Mobley was a girl on fire. And we're talking
0: about Jewish women like Carol Ruth Silver, who responded to the call for freedom riders to challenge segregation on interstate buses. She was the only woman on her multiracial freedom riding bus. Arrested in Jackson, Mississippi in 1961, Carol Silver spent the next 40 days in jail At the infamous parchment prison there she, along with other white imprisoned women collaborated with black women activists jailed in nearby segregated cells to develop the sensitivity and skills to be northern white allies in a black led southern movement Carol silver was a girl on fire, and so we learn. We have to be strong enough
1: to step forward and to stand up. And there's that third part, because they speak out. They spoke their truth. Those curls were on fire. They were clear and articulate, not whining, not about land for them, but their rights, their personhood, dignity and the legacy of their father. Their speaking out like those of the civil rights movement to address injustice was rooted in the confidence that each one of us is awesomely and wonderfully made in God's image. Their eyes saw what Moses could not. Fortunately, God could see it too. So Moses took it to God. And how does God respond? With one word. The Hebrew word ken. Yes. Its placement at the beginning of the sentence speaks volumes. Yes, can to doing the right thing. Yes, can to justice. Yes, can to listening to the plea of the people. Yes, can to joining power together to assert righteousness. Can, benot Zalofachad. What does can really mean? True and right and proper. That is what they sought.
0: And so Rosa Parks said, I was one of many. And Emmett Till's mother said, I wanted the world to see what they did to my boy. You know, these girls are right. And because they were right and they pressed their way, the laws of inheritance changed into perpetuity. And so today we celebrate every woman who steps forward and gains strength from her sisters, who stands up even in the face of overwhelming authority and whose collective voices speak out and ignite redemption and resilience, assertiveness and courage. Today, we celebrate you because every girl is on fire. This has been a Temple Israel of Boston production. Join us next time for another episode of TI
1: Clergy Corner.